You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Uh, signs of a lukewarm Christian and simply this uh, write this down uh, a lukewarm Christian first of all let me say this um, being a Christian someone say being a Christian it's about being a reflection of Jesus it's about being a reflection of Jesus in the earth it's about emulating Jesus follow me what did Apostle Paul say as I follow Christ it's about pattern our lives after Christ it's about continuing the work that he left for us to do as his disciples, which is go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Go into every man's world. So being a Christian is about living a lifestyle that reflects, that resembles that of Jesus Christ. Okay? And that is impossible to do if I allow myself to become lukewarm if you will, as a Christian, I'm not neither cold nor am I hot like the church at Laodicea. They didn't proclaim God, nor did they deny him. They were just indifferent. And when you look throughout society today, the cry for God, the voice has somewhat been silenced. You very rarely see Christians sharing Jesus. How many Christians have come up to you and they didn't know if you were saved, but just kind of throughout conversation asked you if you are a believer. See what I'm saying? And we have gotten to this place where, you know, let's get to the place where we seek the face of God. And if you seek his face, anything in his hand, that, that's automatic. Because why? Because he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And we got to get to the place where everything on my prayer list is not about I need this, I need more of that. And if I had this, I would be, be no, no, no. Let's just desire God. And the heartbeat of Jesus, if you didn't know, the heartbeat of Jesus is souls. I'll see it's quiet now. It's about reaching other souls. And those of us who are passionate, those of you who are very desirous of God, if you're like me, your heart cries when you look at the amount of people who are naming the name of Jesus but have no idea of what their assignment is. And the most, not everybody but a vast majority of believers have become lukewarm. Write this down. And, and now as, as I was studying, even this morning, you know, Holy Spirit began to minister. Being lukewarm is nothing more than a sign. It's nothing more than a sign of a spiritual blockage. Write that down. Being lukewarm is nothing more than a sign of one who has a spiritual blockage. They're, they're, there are some impediments in your way, some stumbling blocks, if you will. Because anytime you start off on fire and that fire does not keep growing, somewhere, somehow, something has gotten into your way. And if truth be told, you should be more excited, more on fire for Jesus. See how it's quiet now? More on fire for Jesus now than you were six years ago when you received him. And if your fire, again, isn't enlarging itself, something's wrong. Ask yourself this. Are you growing? 
have I ceased to grow? Because again, and that's going to be one of our signs, when you, if you're lukewarm, that's a good indicator that I have ceased to grow. And watch this. You should never cap as a believer. You should always be going higher and higher. Just like, just take in the natural world, for instance, if you've been on that job up 10 years and you're still at $8 an hour, see, you have ceased to grow. You, you, you need to find something new. If your marriage still the same, uh, we done capped off. Somewhere, something, there's a stumbling block somewhere. Okay? But ask yourself, have I ceased to grow? Now, let's get back into our signs of a lukewarm Christian. Again, last week I had a good class, and hopefully this week we have another studious class. And uh, just to recapitulate or review, let me give you some of the uh, signs of a lukewarm Christian. We said, number one, no one knows what. Listen, talk back to the preacher. No one knows that you are a follower of Jesus. How is it that you've been saved all of these years and still your co-workers have no idea that you are saved? Your relationship with Jesus is not one that should be of a private nature. I said again, your relationship with Jesus is not one that should be of a private nature. What did the uh, apostle say last week? I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why? Because it is the gospel that has the power to save. Are you ashamed? And we also seen throughout this teaching, Jesus said what? If you are ashamed of me in this adulterous, sinful generation, this jacked up world, I will be ashamed of you. And and, uh, are are you one of those, and a lot of times, uh, for whatever reasons, uh, especially if you make anything above Eleven dollars. Is that a lot of money? Somebody said, Pastor. Okay, what's a lot? I don't know. What's a lot? Twenty-five? Fifty dollars an hour? Okay. Fifty? Fifty. Okay. Didn't mean to insult anybody. <laughs> I'm not on the world system, so I don't know what they're paying there. So but, but when you feel like, you know, I, when you get the BMW, that's it. You become reticent. You you know, I don't I don't, I don't need to say that out loud. They don't need to know. We're reserved. Why? You should be the loudest. The, uh, listen, the higher, the more you grow and the more God blesses you, the louder you should proclaim his, you should be boastful in the Lord. Who did? Jesus did it. I love that car. To God be the glory. If the bank only knew. Boy, this is a beautiful house. To God be the glory. It's by his grace. Whether you have good credit or not, to God be the glory. There are a lot of people who are in need. Number two, we say you no longer respond to God's word. You become numb to the word. What do we uh, learn in Hebrews? If I don't take heed to the things that I have learned, guess what? You would drift away. Number three, there is a stubborn resistance when it comes to the application of God's word. Let me show you something. Job uh, 22, 21 Amplified Version. It says this. Now yield and submit yourself to him. Listen to this, okay? Agree with God and become conformed to his will. Job 22, 21 Amplified Version. Now yield and submit yourself to him. Agree with God and be conformed to his will. I'm going somewhere. Agree with God and be conformed to his will and be at peace. When I conform to his will. Listen, in this way, you will prosper. Do you see this? You will prosper and great, 
good will come to you. When? When I agree with God. See, if I'm resisting his word, then I'm not in agreement with the, I'm going against what he says. Now, I've taught this before in Hebrew, well, it, relative to faith, Hebrews uh, 11, 6 says what? Without faith, it is impossible to what? Please, we know that word please in the Greek, it means to what? Agree with God. So without faith, it is impossible to be in agreement with God. So if I'm resisting God, then that means I'm not in agreement with him. So and to submit to his will is simply to, to do what he said. If he says uh, to say this and not say that, but just say what he said, say. Let the sick. Okay. So if I'm resisting the word, you can't be upset when things that he promised you that, that you are entitled to don't manifest. You know how you live as a Christian? By faith. Belief. Being fully persuaded, convicted of what God said that is belongs to you, that you are entitled to what he promised you. So when I resist his word, know that you are not in agreement. Why? Because if I was in agreement, I would be doing okay. Number four, misplaced devotion. Mm. Priorities are wrong. Just for an example, okay? Can I do this for an example? This is no reflection on anyone, anyone here or not here. It's raining. Tomorrow morning, without question, you're not even going to contemplate not going to work. Some have already gotten their outfits out and ready, ironed and everything. But when my devotion is right, whether it's raining, you, well, snowing if I can drive in the snow now. Cats and dogs literally falling out of the sky because of my devotion. You can count on me. I'm not going to question whether or not. No, no, I am going because if, if, if I can have that type of devotion to this world system, don't even. Now, I don't remember ever saying, well, man, it's raining. I'm not going in today. Oh, it's raining. I can. No, no. It's about devotion. And see, when you're devoted to a thing, man, you are pressed beyond any obstacle, anything that would try to hinder you from, oh, that was, ooh, let me get off that. It's about six people looking at me like, move on. Next, number five, we said no desire to want more of God. No desire to want more of God. My job is to strengthen you, correct, instruct, rebuke. This is what the scripture says. And these things help you become better as a believer. Just social media. All of the whatever medias. Now, I, I know no, not here, but the, in other churches, there are people, I mean, be on it all day. All day. I know here, I, I'm kind of sensing there's a minimum of maybe 10 minutes at the most. That's stretching it. Any of us. We, we, we probably don't, some of us don't, we, we probably do 10 at the Ten, if we're on our 10 minutes, we, we really going in about service, okay? But if I can do 10 minutes on social media, oh, I can worship fellowship with the Lord for at least 10 minutes. I can study my Bible for 10 minutes. I can listen to at least an 18-minute message on podcast. See the difference? Now, this can go back to what we just read in Job. A lot of people are wondering what's wrong, but they fail to realize I am not in agreement with God. 
In other words, my life incongruent in, 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 in respect to doing what he said. He says, do this, and I'm going this way. And you're not going to believe God if you have no idea what God has said. That's why John says, now this is the confidence that we have in him. That if I ask anything according to his will, talking about his word, I know he hears me. And since he hears me, I know I have what I ask. But you can't pray in confidence if you have no idea what the will of the Lord is. That's why it tickles me when I hear people say, well, if it's his will, apparently you don't know his will. Number six, oh, you lack commitment. It's raining. What was number six? The things that some of us was devoted to when we were heathens, I mean. The things that we were faithful to. I mean, the club owner never called you. You come in Friday, but you was there with your brown bag, your crown royal, you had your weed in your left pocket, your, 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 uh, oh, you're going to be there. And this is what gets me. And you went with friends. How is it we can take friends to the club, but not invite them to worship? Girl, look what God has done in my life. You want to follow me here. Bro, look what God has done in my life. Why not come with me too? And with the same aggression and tenacity that we had when we were heathens and trying to get people to follow us somewhere, we should be all the more aggressive when it comes to inviting them to worship. It's quiet. When you lack commitment, commitment, your church attendance, it becomes less important. This ain't really important now. Again, The word of God uses the body as an analogy. We are the body of Christ. Every member is important. Every joint supplies. I like to use the illustration. That's like, you know, just say your legs all of a sudden. I don't want to operate today. I can. I don't feel like it. I'm tired. Stood up all day yesterday. Walked all over the mall and spent my income tax check. I'm tired. You could at least took me and got me a massage, but you don't walk me all over. Didn't spend nothing on me. I want a massage. Y'all okay today? Now, <laughs> normally, I don't know if they cut, did they cut the pay this year on the, the returns? Because every year for the last up 10 years, the first three months, people act like they are on something that I have no idea what it is. I mean, they are high as a bird. I mean, they flying high. And it, it, it kind of around about the end of, around the end of April, they start coming back to reality. But for the first three months strong, y'all are normally riders, man. I mean, anything we got, oh, yeah, Pastor, count me in. I asked somebody early for $1,000. They said, I'm good. Yeah, he, he, he said, I'm good. I can get it. Oh, yeah. That was a joke. I mean, I did ask him. I was just messing with him. But he did tell me I was good for it in case I needed it. That's good to know. Hold up. I'm not where I'm going, but I'm a long way from where I need to be. Now, this God gets all the glory, but I haven't been broke in a long time. Long time. Now, that's not to God be the glory. I ain't asking nobody for nothing. I ain't borrowing money from nobody. And I don't know when. This church is blessed. I'm blessed. You're blessed. So, so now, now let me cl- let me clarify that. 
<laughs> Rev ain't broke. So, so don't, don't get it twisted. God is doing good. I'm looking at my accounts and them little book says, I'm just a thank you, Jesus. To God be the glory. So, so don't, don't, you know, I wasn't asking because I needed it. I'm just, you know, what's up, partner? You say, yeah, let me hold a little something, something. It was one of them kind of things. Yeah, I got it. You, you good? And since he told me he's good, I might just get it just to go burn it. I don't know. Let me, let me get it then. Go on, give it to me then. <laughs> I'm going to go to the mall like you and get, get me some of that. But, but listen, listen. You lack commitment. The slightest, the slightest excuses seems to be sufficient. And let me tell you something. As long as you're making excuses, you're going to keep making excuses. And what gets me, people actually believe the lies that they tell. Are you out here? Let me show you something. Colossians 3.17, Amplified Version. Number six is what? You lack commitment. Whatever you do, no matter what it is, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence on him giving thanks to God the Father. See, we're talking about commitment. See, this commitment, it's about doing this as unto the, if you go down to verse, I think 23, it talks about doing what we do as unto the Lord, not unto me. In other words, I'm serving as if Jesus was here in the flesh. We know he's here, but, but, but my service to God is as if he, was, if he was actually here in the flesh. And just let me clarify this, whatever you do in respect to Things that are in line with his word. Not doing some nonsense in the name of Jesus. Yeah, I'm come on over. We can do this in the name of the Lord. You ain't doing that in the name of the Lord. Not that. But, but for that Christian who twisted. I'm going to do it. See, you better, know, you better know this Bible. That's what you need to know. That's another thing. What's all this prayer stuff? No, no prayer. Oh no, it's late. We have prayer Friday night, seven o'clock. No, we don't pray over here after midnight. Not together. Uh oh, I, I felt something. It's, it's heavy on this side. It's heavy. It's heavy. And let me tell you something. Oh Lord, any man or woman that won't follow you and pray with you at church. You ain't praying at my house. I don't know who that was for. See how y'all clap like I don't necessarily agree with that. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't co-signing on that. You mean to tell me you, you can't meet me at the house of God for prayer, but you're willing to take time out of your busy schedule and come pray with me at home. So why do I come in the rain? Because I'm doing this as a, unto the Lord. Why do I come even when I don't feel like it all the time? Because I'm doing this as unto the Lord. Why do I press? Because I'm doing this as unto the Lord. Nobody said it's going to feel good. That's why we walk by faith. It don't always feel good, but because of my devotion, I want to do it. Next, you lack in the area. I'm going to hurry up off this because last week, boy, boy, there you go. You lack in the area of contribution. Write this down. If you don't know, now you know three primary ways how we support the local church through your time, through your talents 
And through your, through your financial contribution, you, you should know this, those of you who have been members here for some time. How do I, three primary ways to support my church. How? Time, talents, and financial contribution. Go back and get the CD. It was a great teacher. So through my time, through my gifts, how is it that you are known to do anything and not using that? Hmm? What's the use of having ears if they're not going to hear? That's what they're for, to do what? Hear. That's like your ears can clearly hear, but they just choose not to. Why not? I'm waiting on everybody, waiting on all the rest of the body parts to get it together. <laughs> and if you're waiting, let me, first of all, there is no perfect church in a sense of nobody's missing it because people are always coming and we're always growing. There's not going to be a time where it's totally sinless like that, man. Especially if we share in Jesus. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.